This week on the Push Relays podcast, we talk about Instagram, YouTube, what we actually post about. We talk about lower back pain and is it actually a sensitivity, what irks me, and chat GPT programming. That's one of my emails. And three, two, one, nothing interesting has happened this week. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. I mean, in the world of fitness, loads of interesting things happen in the world, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. In the world Pretty of th- in the world of fitness, not much has happened, let's be honest. Uh, just, uh, it's one of those things where I think maybe sometimes I feel like, is it because we're not abreast of all the stuff as much as we used to be, you know, that kind of thing. But I also think sometimes it's just there's not much going on. I think so. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit odd. I don't know why. Maybe it's that we're not trying to look after it as much as possible. Look out for it. Who knows? Maybe it's not. I, I just feel like I just don't see as much crap anymore as I used to. Like, I think that's half the problem. <laughs> um, it's it's direct, direct contrast to a uh, conversation I was having today in one of the gyms with like two lads that have kind of taken a break from social media because it's too much and there's too much shit out there. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, but if you don't post and don't be new to eat, taking breaks, then who's going to win? <laughs> I'm like, the people that you think are shit. Oh. Uh, that's don't complain about business um, if you don't do that. So oh, we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, I just realised I didn't do the intro, did I? I just went straight in. Don't know. Did, did you? I, I feel like I, I didn't do that. I don't know. I'm having brain fog. No, you know, I said my name. Yeah, I, was, I, I, just, I remember saying my name. Then. I was like, maybe I didn't <laughs> Very strange. Very, very strange. Yeah. That's how weird the week has been, you know? That's how weird the week has been. There's nothing yeah. good going on. And I think I kind of forgot the intro, but may not have also forgotten it. So, <laughs> um, you just come off you just come off another podcast as well. You cheat on the problem on a different yeah. show. That was the thing. Um, how dare you do other shows, Dan? I know. I got asked on as a guest, that one. I know. Yeah, it's probably been asked rather than the fuck, uh, the, fuck the you guys. I've not been a, I've not been a guest on a podcast for at least a year, and yeah, what the hell? It's so much more relaxing. I don't have to come up with stuff. Oh, that's it. It's so much more chilled, isn't it? When you have to, yeah, you it's just like stuff. I just have to turn up. So answer, it's the best podcast, ability, which I'll, could be even I'll, wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> oh come on, um, yeah, I was on a few, but yeah, the lift the bar podcast. You're probably allowed to say that, aren't you? Yeah, um, lift the bar. Yeah, lift the bar. It was good speak, we, speaking to Stuart. We know Stuart Aitken? Aitken? Aitken, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Aitken. Aitken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of his work. So. Yeah, no, it was good. It was a good chat because he was sort of saying how a lot of the stuff we were talking about that line is the same as PTs, you know, about building the foundations, the systems and all these things you need to have in place. And yeah, it was good to, um, it was just good to chat about all those things. And, and like I said, the parallels are there. And we're talking about how a lot of, you know, personal trainers, I think, get sucked into the, the life of the online and, and the glitz and the glamour of it all when they don't get told sometimes how difficult it is or the fact that it's hard work and yeah you get to pick your own hours but you still have to work the hours and all this sort of stuff mm. you know it was quite um it's quite good to chat through all that sort of stuff with him because he like you said they said the parallels were pretty similar and I suppose you need to hear it you know like it's not as it's not as easy as as people make it out to be and obviously it's mentors and stuff that are just selling the dream because they want you to sign up with them and they'll tell you whatever you want right. to hear basically um, yeah, yeah. It's just been there seems to still be an abundance I like we did the show didn't we where we like went through our like dms and yeah. there seems to be or the the what it is is it the i don't know requested dm things yeah. there's still a shit time that are just like straight in for sale like selling shit i'm just like it's crazy it's like the people who like 
obviously some of those charity people are doing good work, but they're obviously being paid to be there and stand on the street. But how many people of those people do you stand and talk to when they like ask you over? Not me. No. <laughs> no. Like I could have literally today, I was just, I, I was, I had a cancellation. So I trained and then I went and bought some sunglasses and this lad was like, Oh, Hey, yeah. I was like, ah, I'm really busy. Like not busy. I'm, I'm enjoying the sun. It's it's half termish here, so it's just like I'm gonna. I know I had an hour to get home, so yeah, I wasn't gonna do some work. I'll do it after this show, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. People don't like that, but we'll talk. We'll we'll talk social media tacticy crap. Because um, yeah, this show is common shit coaches do wrong. Um, I think that's uh, that's what we'll title it. So across, I guess, business, social media, I feel like people blend them together. So we'll blend, mm. we'll bang them together, won't we? And then nutritionally and training, um, whether that could be with their clients or them fuck themselves. Um, yeah, but obviously we'll keep we'll keep keep the audience accountable, Dan. Obviously, I've got to get my shreds on for coming to Dubai in about four weeks, three weeks probably this yeah. one, mate. Yeah. So I'm already about three kilos down. Look at me. Look Shit at me. Me. You'd be eight kilos down by the time you get it. I know. Nothing but skin and bone. And I was yeah. benching over 100 kilos today. I mean, it's all right, isn't it? All right. Jeez. Body weight. In a deficit. Body weight. Uh, body body weight. weight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. So that was yeah. good. That's good. It, it, I need to make sure I go to the gym on Thursday. I go to the gym yeah. on Thursday. That'd be a result. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a bit ill, haven't I? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm annoying about. Yeah, you do sound it. You sound a little bit yeah. nasally. I was going to film some content today and I was like, nah, I sound too nasally. I'm going to wait. Um, so hopefully it'll be tomorrow, mm-hmm. Thursday. But yeah, I went to the gym on, well, I started playing five side football now. And the next door neighbor asked me along to because it was short one day. It was, it was about three or four weeks ago now. And I was like, yeah, go on then. Not played for eight years, nine, nine years. <laughs> a long fucking time. Um and uh yeah, it's only it's only the best player there, don't worry about it. You know, I mean that's not saying much, they weren't very good. But Oh, uh, can can I play when I'm at? If you want, mate, yeah. Um so yeah, I got <laughs> asked and I've been asked back ever since the last I've asked me back. So I'm I'm doing a bit of cardio now, would you believe? There we go. Um yeah. but yeah, that's uh, that's hard work uh in this heat if I was side. And then uh yes, and I've still got and, uh, so I went to the gym, so I did that, and I went to the gym on Thursday after being sore and then sort of got ill Sunday night so I've not really done much since last Thursday to be fair sort of still play golf obviously because you know got to. Um, but going to the gym is just that little bit too much effort to do right now feeling a bit ill so I'll wait and uh, I'll do gone Thursday again um, I just I just don't it's just the last place I want to be the gym <laughs> it really is the last place I'd want to be so it's I have to really drag myself there it's funny I was saying this to Mike the other day I, I am literally my client's demographic. Literally. Like, you know, when you sort I was just like, I was like, I don't resonate with any of your content. I know I need to work out. I know I need to feel better. I know I need to do all these things. But none of you are making me want to do it. Not one of you. I, I was just like, it's just, oh, it's funny, isn't it? It just shows you as well. Like, you can be posting all the best content in the world, but some people just aren't ready to change. Some people just aren't ready. Yeah, yeah. And you've just got to, yeah, got to rely on the fact that one, that, one time you yeah. post that piece of content, it might hit them when they've when had they that little ready, mindset yeah. switch. Like, uh, like it's start, straight away, start on that. One of the that's one of the mistakes people make is they they change things without giving it t- enough time. Like you know, the, the hardest thing with online, I think, and social media stuff is that there's a huge part of it that is reliant on a human behavior that you're not in control of. Yeah. You you are relying on that person at that point in time when they see that to go right. That's what I want to do now. 
like you said, you can post all the best content in the world every single day for, for months on end. And, you know, the only way you increase those chances of happening is by having bigger followers because the more followers you have, there's a percentage, the more people are going to be in a position where they'll be ready to do that when they see that that call to action or whatever. But one of the biggest problems that people people face is that they they don't keep turning up. They just stop when they go, they don't get any bites to it. And it's like, you can't force someone to change. You can't force someone into reaching out to you and paying you money. No. You have to keep turning up and just be the person that they remember and they think about. Say this to coaches all the time. Like, whenever they get busy, the first thing they do is drop the ball of the content. I'm like, well, people aren't going to remember you now as much. And like, you might think that, oh, it's only been a week of you not posting, but people remember. People do think, well, where have they gone? What have they gone? Never mind. Maybe they're not bothering. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, it is really hard. But... You can, like I say, you can be doing everything perfectly. And unlike the gym, where if you do everything perfectly, you see results. With this, you can do everything perfectly and you you won't see a result, unfortunately, until that person is in the right frame of mind to go, oh, I'll do it. So it's crazy. It just, it's mad how, um, how it works like that. Even though there are some mentorships that will be like, no, yeah, try and get them on a call even if they're not ready. And you're like, yeah. That, that'd be somebody a great client to work with, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... They're not ready for a call. Don't pressure them into it. Like, or they ask about price. Don't, don't ever say price. We have to do it on the call. I'm like, it's just a number. Yeah, they probably got something in their head. Yeah, that probably it's too expensive. So yeah. that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm if, still. If that only comes where if you if they've followed you long enough, they got enough. They know roughly what you do. They got enough value from you from the free stuff. You know, yeah. it's worth worth doing. But it's um, yeah. I think that's the thing in it when people have to ask for the price. It's just like it's that old, old saying: if you have to ask for the price, you can't afford it. I can't remember what it was now. Is that an old saying? Sounds like when you made there's it. some sort of saying. There's some sort of saying where it's like if you have to check. I can't remember. It's chat the label. I think after that, I can't remember. <laughs> shit, to be fair, does <laughs> does sound like just something you made up? Yeah. Uh, if the weather's dry, go surfing. Yeah. That's that sounds like you're you're gonna just make up like <laughs> sayings. I think that's what you're gonna do, Dan. Just start doing that, mate. Um, it's tenuous things. So, yeah, so we'll just go through. <laughs> so we'll, just, we'll talk social media business, right? Because that's obviously one of them. Um, we'll we'll try and do three, shall we? Three is a nice number for each like common mistakes. Because obviously in the realms of, I do a little bit of mentoring. Don't talk massively about social media all the time. But educationally, I do um, in terms of certain things. And obviously, I have online clients. There's a reason why I have them. Um, but I would probably listen to Dan more than me. Um, but I'll, I, I can say the biggest fucking thing that uh, the guys that can, they're successful guys that have like done their launches, got like, yeah, has only got like two, 300 followers, still managed to get 15 people on his like group program, which I thought was fucking great. Um, stayed consistent, all that kind of stuff. Um, would be literally just the interactions. It's the same as the gym floor model when we started getting in busy in person. And it is literally just the the fact finding of like, all right, in, well, on the gym floor, it's super easy. So it's just like, all right, you have to learn their name. And then next time you say next to them, you have to learn something about them. Do they have a dog? Do you have to do something else? And then the third time, that was when you may talk about fitness at some point, but only after you've met them three times. I don't want to fucking hear anything about fitness whatsoever, unless they instigate the, the conversation. Um, so in terms of that's in person, 
interactions and then online interaction is just fucking being consistent isn't it um in terms of just it's the same it's the same it's like you say it's consistently chatting about stuff rather than fitness yeah that's straightforward mate like you the 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 principles remain the same um that's the frightening thing is that people think it needs to be different online somehow and it really doesn't it really doesn't yeah because there's obviously like certain tactics that you'll you'll probably realize the um, I don't know if you do them so much anymore. Probably not, because he's such a busy boy. Um, but certainly, like, <laughs> certainly when I started, like, obviously I started out, like, online coaching again, probably midway through, like, last year, right? And then I started doing them. Um, and simple, like, polls and shit. There's, there's, a, there's a reason why I'd ask about, like, biscuits or crisps and stupid things. Because every single one, every single person who voted on that poll or whatever is just they've interacted with my content and then I can go in and give them a little message and be like, your opinion was shit. Like, what are you on about? Like, obviously, um, let's go favourite crisps. Obviously, pickled onion, monster munch are the best crisp. And I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Flame grilled McCoys, obviously. Uh, yeah there we go but suddenly we've got something we can talk about which isn't fitness but it's like whatever and then i can hopefully use my ability as such a a conversationalist charismatic human being (laughs) um and yeah start talking to the person and finding out stuff about them and all that kind of shit um maybe sharing about your life or your day or whatever um stuff like it feels like dating doesn't it um but yeah yeah kind of that kind of it's it's, it's mad how it is like it is literally just be a half decent human being and take an interest in someone else for anything other than your own personal gain yeah it, it literally that's what it is and i say this to coaches all the time it's like if someone follows you and they watch your stories they know you're what you do for a job. They know you're a weight loss coach. They know you get good results. They know that. <laughs> they, 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 that's why they decided to follow you because they, and guess what? They're also interested in fitness because that's why they followed you because they saw that's what you did. Now, all they're doing is sussing you out as a human being and going, do I want to give this person some of my money? Do I like them enough? Do I think they're going to help me enough? Do I get on with them enough? Can I be bothered to check in every week with this person because I have to speak to them more regularly? That is what you're trying to do is show them that yes, you are a decent human being. You are fun to talk to. You do have a sense of humor. You are not this fitness robot freak like all the others. You have a life. You do eat fucking um, chocolate. You do drink a beer occasionally. You do enjoy yourself, whatever. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times that someone's, like, someone's reached out and said, oh, it's so refreshing to see that you're just, like, normal or that you don't do things the other way, like all the other mentors do, or you don't do this. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know, yeah. I just drive a normal car. I don't have a Lamborghini. I could buy one, but I don't. Like, it's like, it's like, it's just... <laughs> Like, it's just all that shit that people go, oh, you're just down to earth, you're just normal. It's like, yeah, that's it. It's it's just, yeah, I find it bonkers. Me and Mike were talking about this earlier the other day. Earlier today, sorry. We are saying how, like, all these people that, like, buy Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all this sort of stuff just to kind of make a point and just to show things off or whatever. And we looked at it and we were like, you know, to lease a Ferrari, it was like, get on high purchase, lease a Ferrari. It was like 10 grand up front and then, like, £1,000 a month or something. I was like, let's get two then. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if you like, but like we were saying how the stupid thing is though, that by actually spending your money, it makes it look like you've got more money, but actually the person who hasn't spent the money has more money. Do you know, like, it's weird, isn't it? It's like a weird oxymoron thing. It's like, like, Tom, where would you put two Ferraris in London? You wouldn't, like, you, you, where were you going to fucking park them? Do you know what I mean? How like, dare you, Dan? I've got my Mini Cooper Sport. <laughs> 
that I uh, <laughs> that I paid outright for uh, because I don't see the fucking point. <laughs> money bags, because absolute money like, bags. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? It's a fucking uh, an asset that's going to be depreciating forever. So I'm not yeah. putting my money in it. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, I just find it odd that like the person yeah. who puts the person who puts a thousand pound a month in some sort of like you know long term stocks and shares ISA not as smart as a person that spends a thousand pound a month on a Ferrari just to look like, when, like when I got, obviously when I got paid off from third space yeah I was like set it down I was like topped up my stocks and shares ISA took it to the max didn't I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, it was just like you loser and I was like yeah, yeah. I, spent, yeah, I, I so put cool. more I put more money in my stocks and shares ISA that month than when I bought my car oh uh, all good. It's just, it's just <laughs> mad, like I just that's the thing I find I find funny, man. I can't remember what our initial point was now, but I've gone off. Oh, I don't know. Um, Do shit. But yeah. It just <laughs> um, does it. It does make me laugh that like again. It's oh no, that was it. Yeah, but being relatable and human, it's again. It's just that thing of like. So if you do that and you buy that car and you do that thing, you will attract people who want that who want to be that person, who want to have that car, who are prepared to spend that sort of money on that and risk everything for a fucking, like I say, a liability, something that's going to depreciate and make you no money, um, but goes quick. Um, <laughs> but like, by not posting that, I also attract people who don't want that. So on calls, I don't get people. I don't get coaches, for example, on calls going, yeah, so I want to be a million, the million pound business owner within 12 months. I want to own three Ferraris and two mansions. And I want to do, I don't get that. I get people to go, I'm, I feel like I'm a good coach. I love coaching people. I really like him, you know, helping them out. I'm struggling to kind of find enough leads out there. I feel like my content's okay. It could improve. I don't want to create a huge business with loads of people working for me. I just want to create something sustainable for the future, coach 30 people, make a half decent living and have a few days off a week. Well, guess why they come to me with that goal? Because that's what I show that I do and have. It's like, yeah. it's not rocket science, is it? And mm-hmm. it's the same with, with coaching, with fitness stuff. Is like people post far too much of the their own fucking fitness stuff their own learning, their own, all the sciencey shit. And then they just want everyone that they speak to, right? Talk about fitness, talk about fitness. How can I help you with your goals? Can I help you with your goals? I don't want, I don't want you to ask me that question because I know you can help with my goals because it's your job and I start following you. What I want to know is what is your favorite biscuit? What is your favorite dinner? What is your favorite pizza topping? Where is the best burger joint? Well, five guys if it's fast, convenient, quick food. And if you're in London, burger and beyond. But they want, like, that's the stuff that you like. I, I just... I keep repeating myself. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but it's like, yeah, be a human. Like Tom has different quirks to me. Like we're different people. Like you're going to be more attracted to sign up with one of us than the other, just based on the fact that Tom's music taste is appalling. You may hey. also have appalling music taste and you may jump on. My music I just, taste Just is... saw your electric guitar in the background. So I was like, that's what I'm talking to. I'm talking about. I just, yeah. yeah. I'll work out. If you want to be boring, if you're boring and grumpy and like playing golf, <laughs> want to be want to want to be better at golf, then it's not with me because you know I'm better. Want to be better at golf? Fine. Jesus, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, Jesus. Like yeah. All, all Dan just tells you to eat celery. That's what happens. He's like, yeah, just, um, you weed. Just, uh, what is that? What is that? What's that say on there? Tom? the official handicap. I can't read it very well. Two. 2.9 there we go ah, so right once Trending. we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when dan plays different courses is where where <laughs> yeah, i normally I beat him <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you are the epitome i'm a home club, course bully the yeah. home course like yeah bully like whatever track and like, i fully expect you to smash me on your home course but i fully expect you to crumble when we play away no. Probably not, yeah. <laughs> also because of our mentality 
even though we're best mates, but I am a lot calmer than Dan most of the time, and he gets he gets under his skin. I, so, I need to, I need to be a bit more aggy though. That's what gets me going. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I need to be chilled out, which is fine. And I'm just like, it's good. We're all right. <laughs> yeah. Does it really matter? Dan, like, yes, it fucking does. I'm like, all right, it does, yeah. does it? <laughs> Matters more than anything, Tom. <laughs> like, all right, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to go have dinner with your daughter. You can go sulk. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> you see, that's the other thing as well, though. But even with that, like, I reckon people could probably guess that from us. Oh, yeah. So without knowing anything about so. it, if you said one of us, this is one of us, like, and it's just little things like that that you just have to show that personal side of your life and what you do and the way you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's a common common thing, I guess, in social media that people don't, yeah, they, they fall into that trap, right? And they're not probably spending enough time on their personality as well. But you can, and then one of the other things that people have come to me about as well, and it's like, they'll be like, oh, but how do you, like, yeah, obviously I'm in the same ilk as Dan, right, as well. And you might talk about it endlessly. Don't care how many views, don't care how many whatever I get. I'm just like, I have, and... You can go look at my feed if you really want to. I have a very tactical way of what I post each day. And there's a purpose to it because it's always going through a little story and it's right on my board in front of me, just so I know which one's going out today. Um, I'm sure Dan is is probably quite similar in terms of what he wants people to see throughout the week. Um, and you'll probably change it up every now and again and where your, your call to action sit within those things. Um, and to be completely transparent, look, I can go. So Monday, I normally post something that is against what I do. Cool. I normally bash bodybuilding. And I'm sick of fucking talking about fashion bodybuilding and like body part splits and all that kind of shit. But I know exactly that's why. I, and I posted one yesterday was about like doing magic and shit like that. That's where I'm like, all right, I'll do shit like that. Um, and then today will be about what I posted, which was like, all right, doing power days and whatever. But I'll put a tip video in a bit. It's just like a normal video tips. Wednesdays are normally are centered around a client or like a podcast thing. Um, and then Thursday I sent it around the combine essentially. And then Friday tends to be fucking anything I like. Um, and with either Friday or Saturday is testimonials or funny shit, basically with a call to the action to the testimonial. That's my tactics. Um, really, really fucking simple, but it's a fucking plan and pretty much. So I probably work with, let's say online about 17, 18 coaches and every single one of them when I take them on, do not have anything like that when when we go through their social media. And they're like, oh, I didn't really think about that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's tell a story. Tell a story throughout the week. So it draws people in. And then you can draw people in and be like, oh, I'm going to post about this tomorrow. You might want to see it on my stories. Or like, that's what you say on your story. And then you start talking about it. Um, yeah. Do you, I'm assuming that's some a, a similar conversation you probably had with your coaches, your mentees. Yeah, it's just having some sort of a plan of action and like, a, again, a, a reason for posting like half the time. Because again, it's, it comes back down to like, we talk about this all the time. You're not just providing value. You need to show why you're different, what's different about you and your program, why that's going to help someone achieve the goal that they've got, why it's different to the industry norms and why your opinion matters and why people should listen to you based on your social proof. And too many coaches are just putting out content and going, oh, well, I'm talking about how why protein is good for people. Yeah, people fucking know. <laughs> oh, like, people know 
Talk about why you're different and why you won't get them to eat shitloads of protein and why actually for you, you think the guy has a too fucking high and actually that most fit pros, just all they talk about is protein, protein, protein. Well, guess what? I actually focus on carbs and fats as well. And actually carbs are really important to help you train harder. Actually, if you train really, really hard, you need more carbs. You actually need less protein as a percentage and talk about why you're different. If everyone's talking about one thing, do the opposite. Talk about the opposite. Yeah. Like, trust me. It's Thursday again, you zag. Yeah, it's just, it's... It's just basic, right? It's just it's just basic. Like me and Mike have noticed, like since we've started talking about certain things that we believe in, we've had messages from people because we we don't I don't follow any of the fucking mentors and I couldn't give a fucking shit. But <laughs> messages from people though who who obviously do and they go, oh, so and so's changed their message since you started talking about this sort of stuff. Yeah, convenient. Yeah, they will do. Yeah. <laughs> Before everyone was talking about the same fucking thing, and then all of a sudden we've come along with a different way, and now they're going, oh, actually, this is really important. Tell you what it is, it's um. Before there were some mentors because they showed me the, the pictures of their, their content. Um, before we're talking about how you charge up front and get all this stuff, and now they're talking about why recurring revenue is actually the best, why that's the most important thing. Um, it's like, it's just like, okay, well, a year ago you weren't saying that, a year ago you were saying the other way. It's like, what's changed in a year? Like, all of a sudden, because you know, we talked about it. Um, and there's one guy who who's literally copying our content, which is hilarious because it's like it's the one thing we tell our coaches not to do, and he's a fucking mentor doing it. Um, again, people people sent us the video going, oh, this looks just like yours. Funny that. Yeah. Yeah. Funny that. <laughs> Imagine that. You can't even come up with your own fucking ideas. Brilliant. Um, but, you know, it's just the way it is. Like, it's it's the way the, the world works. So you just have to think about, again, what's different about you all the time. Always come back to what's different because people can't keep up appearances. They can't keep faking being themselves. They can't. They can't. No. At some point, they'll trip up. And, and that's what they do. And they chop and change every two seconds what they're saying. Um, yeah. So Perfect. Let's move. Let's move to nutrition. That's enough business shit. Um, let's, let's come up for two angles. I guess like in nutrition coaching, when coaches are training their clients or like stuff, what uh, what are common things that they may get wrong or common yeah kind of advice that they may get wrong? I guess or picking up behaviors, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I would say trying to be too specific with people about about their goals like numbers of calories and protein and it's not really that important. Like as long as they're within a rough range, as long as they're doing the right things, as long as, you know, they're in the, in the right ballpark figure. I think there's not enough coaches that focus on, on I think setting habits for people rather than going, oh, hit these macros, hit these calories. A lot of our clients coming in have good habits anyway. And, and like for them, they did need that level. But I think there's people underneath that who are working with, for example, I've seen coaches before who work with people and they say they're working with like Weight Watchers people or something like that or Swimming World people. And then they come in and they get them to track every single morsel of food. And I'm like, well, that's not what they've been doing previously. Or they get them and give them a really complex training plan, trying to get them to the gym. I'm like, well, they're not going to go in the gym, are they? Like, they're not fussed about the gym. It's because something you can build in over time. And I think sometimes with the nutrition stuff, they can be too specific with giving them guidance and guidelines rather than going, well, you've come from points-based system. So obviously you want things to be easy, straightforward, and simple. How about yeah. we just do a revised points-based system? Where you go, well, okay, instead of now pasta being free, it's not. Now you do these numbers. And I want you to hit roughly this amount of number and actually hit these things. And this is why you're not losing weight in swimming world. So actually, if we applied the same swimming world principles, but I actually gave all the rest of the foods the correct numbers, and I went through a whole list of all the foods and gave them all the right numbers. There you go. I've just given you a fucking business idea if you're out there. And you <laughs> Use the same point system. Use the same point system, but just make it fucking better. So go, right, now a mashed banana isn't sins and they're normal banana free. They're both one. There you go. And we're not going to call them sins. We're just going to call them points because that's fucking simple. 
and you know they they need a system that's like that that's straightforward and simple for them to follow so you can create that system why not create that system go out there and do it no one else is doing it no one else there you go i'm just gonna fucking business idea in fact i might even fucking do it myself so don't do it yet i'll wait <laughs> um, let me just check out slimming world points system right is there like a revised I'll have a look. I'll keep Googling while we're, while we're talking. Um, but oh, but yeah, yeah, you know, do do something like that where it's kind of like, right, why not go against the grain? Again, like I said, go against the grain. Everyone else is shouting about it being shit and getting all onto calorie tracking, right? Which is great. But a calorie tracking, let's be honest, is a point system. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? It's just expansive. Yeah. Yeah, got, exactly. There's a so, lot of numbers in it. All right. So create one that's, that's more simple, that's more straightforward. So rather than, than having to track every single little thing and go, oh, this banana is 123 calories, this banana is 181, just go, a banana is this many points because this, this many points is between this many calories and fucking easy. And yeah. they, guess what? They're going to lose weight, whether they're whether they're 100 calories or 200 calories over their maintenance deficit, whatever, below their maintenance or you know above their deficit number you've set. Over time, they'll get there. Like, don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, it's one of those things that people just don't think about. They just they just go with with their system. Boom, right? Everyone must calorie track now. Everyone must be this perfect with their calories and macros. Yeah, no, they don't really need to be. Like, let's be honest. Um, so I'll go with one. I think it was a, a touch point we mentioned maybe on a show the other the other week was the overcoaching shit. And obviously, I just spoke of like there's a I actually do nutrition and a little bit vaguely when needed um and uh, i've got like three of my lads are coming down in weight at the moment i don't really advertise that we do nutrition but it's the case of overcoaching and what i said to dan was like this week it was like this lad i've taken on we've done two weeks of us like we're doing it we did we i do it's an assessment for two weeks essentially because i'm lazy i just i want to be that meticulous in the data dan also it gets them into better habits for a long longer amount of time um so not like confused because i want to see them train as well um but within the two assessment weeks he's lost two kilos so what did i do on the catch-up call after the the two weeks or the 10 days and i was like you know what i'm gonna do the calories that you're eating right now those are your calories because you've obviously managed to stick there for two weeks and shit's starting to move and he's like awesome crack on i was like i don't need to coach him his food choices were fine i was like i'm not changing anything unless we hit a little roadblock dice will perceive see happening because we changed his training because that'll be harder over time but i'm going to be like right now i'm not going to coach you you just you want my advice you're paying for my opinion you're paying for my expertise and my advice is keep doing what you're doing i'm not going to change anything this is what's happening um i feel like probably again that's a confidence thing that's a knowledge-based thing that's a i've been doing this fucking shit for 10 years um i'm currently yeah. dieting I, it's not a complex idea it's just a mental i like state it's hard um what's the whole quote you did like dieting's dieting's simple but hard not easy not easy or whatever yeah simple not easy yeah um and it's just like all right yeah we'll go there but again it's a confidence like you want to show your value all that kind of stuff they're in they're in the building if they're a client they're in the building they're probably trust they're hoping to trust you you've shown value to get them there so it's just like all right they're again paying for the result and you're going to be able to during your coaching services do that stuff yeah cool if you've got some cool recipe ideas that you want to ping them to like yeah this might spruce up your week 
do that. Um, don't be like, oh, we need to change this refeed day and then we'll change the protein for here. And like you are, oh, we need to take out that bit of food because this would be better. I think people get obsessed with replacements straight mm -hmm. away. And like, oh, we need to swap that. He was like, he hit his protein, like fine. He was smashing like 160 grams. He's better than me. And I was just like, mate, you got 160 grams of protein. You're cracking on. Let's just, I don't care how you're getting it in, but you're getting it in. Um, and it seems to be all right. And you've lost weight and you're feeling really positive about it. So I was like, I'm not a change infant. This is madness. Um, so yeah, a little bit of overcoaching. Don't do the like meal swaps straight away. He's Italian. He's going to eat pasta and pizza. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want you to, 100%. They'd be miserable. You'd be a pain in the ass to talk to if you didn't. So, yeah. And I think probably a lot of people would be like, all right. Like like when I'm like, all right, we're probably not going to do this deadlift within a trap bar. I'm like, if they want to, and if it's not going to hinder them, cool. Yeah. We'll continue doing what they need to do. There's got to be a bit of give and take, Phil, instead of, yeah, my way, let's do this. Yeah, I think as coaches just try and show the client that like they're in charge or that they need to be shown their worth and all this sort of stuff. I think initially, whereas like you just said, they're actually the worth is in holding you accountable to stuff that you find easy and doable. And if you find all this yeah. easy and doable, why am I going to change it? <laughs> it's, remember it's the minimal effective dosage. We want to do the minimum effort to get the maximal yeah. result. That is, that is life, right? That is why everybody signs up with Dan to be a 10 figure fit pro and it's yeah. like yeah i want the minimal <laughs> so yeah that's what happens that's why people do it because they want the least effort that's like oh you can if you do drop shipping you're going to be an instant millionaire they're like mm, probably not no, no just oh <laughs> so, yeah that'll be the case beautiful any more on the nutrition side mate should we move uh... on to yeah, I think trying to give them too much straight away as well is like overwhelming people with loads of shit. It's kind of related, yeah. I suppose. But just yeah. from the point of view of like, again, like you don't have to recommend all the supplements from day one. You could actually <laughs> start their food for four weeks, then go, right, now let's look at your supplementation. Um, again, it can seem quite overwhelming sometimes if you just give them everything up front. Yeah. Um, so being a little bit more tactile with that approach to things I think can be useful. Yeah. Wonderful. Training. What do coaches do with their training, which is not um, they, optimal? They they don't hire a coach. One probably they just think they can do it all themselves. Um, no, <laughs> they stick to their favorite exercises too much. Probably, yeah. Well, like we all do. Like we, I'm the same. Like I'm not. But yeah, coaches just do that too much. Coaches do that, and I'll I'll be yeah the same. But there's a reason why. I steal things from Instagram um, and put them into my uh, <laughs> my workouts. No, there's like my say, I literally, because you see in Instagram, I've done that now. They've got like folders for your saved things. Pointless. I don't save that much stuff. What? It's not pointless, Dan. I save so much stuff. It's it's in, it's insane. And now I can categorize it because previously it'd be like, oh, little business ideas or little things I want to implement into like emails or stuff. Or then it'd be like, all right, this is, and I, I save loads of exercises, right? That I like, that I'll just see randomly. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to try that. I'm going to put that in. Um, yeah. Because I, I think it's probably because I follow like some NFL guys, and like Lee Spellman, all these running guys that are like, they're really kind of cool. Um but yeah, 
I guess it's a case of yeah, they'll they'll program the same, not the same, the same shit's fine because we've we preached on about that before. It's like you probably pick the same fucking 18, 28 exercises for the rest of your life, you'll probably be okay. But yeah. I think it would be changing. Why well, I, I tend to see it is just like mundane shit. People still fucking do the normal three times ten, the four times twelve all the time. Yeah, um, that's more what I'm, that's more what I meant. Like, you know, it's in like, they just do their safe, happy shit. Like, oh, right. yeah. like the whole Ben Bruno thing is like, obviously you're all going to do the same movements pretty much. Like a row's a row, you know, pull the pull, whatever. But it's that whole thing of, yeah, they kind of get to a point where they're kind of happy with their physique and stuff. And then they just do, yeah, three by 10 on everything. I never try a single leg variation or, you know, a single arm variation. They just kind of stick to the same thing. And again, that's fine. I suppose nothing really wrong with it. But I think with their training, like they just... I think naturally you probably lose that spark for it a little bit to be fair as well. Like yeah. the desire to be as strong as you possibly can and that sort of stuff. Like I'm, I just don't care anymore. Like, <laughs> Well, it's care. probably one of the biggest things that when they, like the coaches, 80% of my clients I work with online are coaches. And the biggest thing they can say to me is like, they've fallen out of love with coaching, essentially, or with training, essentially. So they're just like, I know I need to train. I'm bored of doing this stuff. I can't be bothered. And it's like, all right, cool. I like the look of your things. Um, let's try and see what I can do. And I'll probably learn something on the way. And I'm like, yeah, boom. It's exactly exactly who I'm speaking to with a lot of my content. It's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you just get, in a, I feel like you get in a rut as well. So that's why I like doing random exercises and doing bounces and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I do normal stuff as well. I don't show it a lot. Probably should, to be fair. I literally did like, lateral raises with dumbbells into like um reverse flies with dumbbells today because i'm bro and i did i did bench press i did prone rows i did tempo uh dumbbell bench and then i did the, those lat raises and reverse flies how broke more bro can i be to me that was a big bro session for you that's extremely bro and and i did barbell curls and tricep extensions behind the head. Wow. Man, you're practically Mr. Olympia. <laughs> One session, I'm massive. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just the, the variance on stuff as well. Like, I'll quite happily just write, pick up a fucking heavy weight and do as many reps as possible on your bicep yeah. curls. Go do that, please. Instead of like, you must do your four sets of 12 at R&R to two. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. Um, and that's a bugbear. Obviously, when, like, we had Mike on the show, wasn't it? Um in terms of people getting too caught up on writing a particular movement or whatever and being yeah. like, cool. And that was like, I had a, a pro, like a little catch up call. And he was like, oh, I, I don't feel like I can do the ab wheel rollouts or like this thing. And I can't do this one. I'm like, cool. Those two exercises each week or two blocks, you choose what the fuck you want to do. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Whatever you feel like doing that day. Like if you want to go do your arms for that, that bit of that session, absolutely. If you want to do, I don't know, reverse crunches, do those. I don't mind. Don't care what you do. Okay? Go have some autonomy. Go do something you've like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that for a while. Let's go do that. And people get too bent up of like, oh, the particulars and stuff. Like, fucking doesn't matter. Two exercises out of probably the, I don't know, 50, I probably programmed him for that week. Couldn't give a shit. Absolutely couldn't give a shit if he doesn't do them. Um, crack on. Absolutely. Give somebody some, like, some, yeah, kind of fought back into what they're doing and some enjoyment. Uh, so that is something that people get wound up on in terms of 
trying to be meticulous on their programming, but not realizing people are humans and being like, yeah, they want, they probably want to sack that off. Like yeah. I always, t- I'm pretty much most of the time within every four week block, I tell them which day, if they don't, can't get it in, they can sack off. Like I want you to do it for all the four weeks, but if it comes, push comes to shove, this day is just kind of, I don't know, dick swinging. It doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like, you could probably do without it. It would be great if you could do it, but you could probably do without it. If shit push comes to shove, move it around. So I think that's, um, yeah, it's just flexibility in people's coaching would be a wonderful thing to see instead of being like, oh no. But then some of the programs are fucking shocking. So, yeah. It's true. (laughs) I mean, yeah, throw enough shit at the wall. It's absolutely fine. Um, yeah and people still people are still body I'm still talking about it people are still body parts splitting people mate, still mate there's, there's there's a lot of people doing it like more than you would <laughs> think as well doing it you know, I know. Like, but mate you even go on some of these top websites of these fucking magazines and they're still doing it men's health still talking about it all the time yeah it's it's just crazy Absolutely it's never going to go away no I'm always going to be talking. And the about reason it. it will never go away, <laughs> the reason it will never go away, is because the people at Miss Olympia and stuff do it. Yeah, as well, never go away. People are like, I want to look like that. Cool, awesome. <laughs> All right, anything else in their training? Training no. common shit. No, I don't think so. Not like I think. I don't that. think so. No, I think that's. I think that's enough gems that we've been going for about 40 minutes anyway so lovely daniel um our last little piece obviously we have to talk about the um when dan's feeling anxious the next time he's playing golf with me what he's gonna have to do is sniff my body odor so everybody thought i was gonna say that um <laughs> this is an interesting research is isn't it <laughs> right who right right who who went to who the, decided the board, that was who the, went to the research board and went got an idea guys <laughs> got an idea hear me out so uh basically what i think is i think that smelling someone's bo makes you less anxious so what yeah yeah smelling someone else's bo makes it well would make me more anxious i think that was that close to someone that smelled that bad probably should we test it don't need to I think we're good. No, yeah. no reason to do that. Um, no, we're not going to give you the funding for that. Well, I really want to do it. I'm going to fund it myself. That'd be a big waste of money. I really wouldn't do that if I was you. It's not going to help. Well, Groundbreaking. Guess what happened? He found. Guess what? Guess what he found out? Guess what? Guess what his results found? <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. I reckon. No right. way is that real. Yeah. No way. He's sitting there. He's like, no, this Swedish. He's like, no, my Nobel Prize is in this piece of research. This is this is what I'm going to get it for. This is where I'm going to go. My million pound. The scientists are using armpit sweat in their experiments. Mm-mm-mm. Their hunch. I'm glad scientists have got hunches. Yeah, um, got hunches. Is there... <laughs> just just feel it. I'm feeling it today, Dan. I'm feeling it. It's like that's that's what I feel like it's going to happen. That's what scientists do when they come in. Um, the smell activates. The hunch is the smell that activates brain pathways linked to emotions. Emotion of fuck that person smells, get them away from me. Yeah. Um, offering a calming effect. No, nope. but it's far too soon to say if they're right. Yes, it is. We solved it. Yeah. Um, I've I worked out before I came here. Also, I cycled. I don't smell great. I want to get in the shower. I don't feel fantastic. And nobody else wants to be around me. So they probably have anxiety. 
and, and would leave. So I don't want to be by myself. Disgusting. Why and how do we smell? Just no. Oh, wow. It's an interesting I, thing, isn't it? Just no. Like, that research is flawed. It's going to come out that it's flawed. They're going to retest it, and they're going to go, yeah, no, we we, we realised it wasn't that at all. It was something else. We mixed up the two pots for the, um, yeah, we mixed up the body odour smell with the freshly baked bread smell. So <laughs> like, we mixed them up. Because uh, that would make, that would calm me down. Freshly baked bread. Give me some of that with a, yeah. with a fresh, uh, fresh room temperature thing of butter. And I'm, and I'm your man. There's, there's an interesting conversation. Best smells. That people people always go for the fucking freshly cut grass. Doesn't no, smell like it's it. not. Never. It's not good. They're like, oh, freshly cut grass. It's not no. a good smell. Mulch petrol. is not a good. Petrol is a great, great smell. smell. Yeah. Um, uh, freshly baked bread is always a good smell. Freshly baked bread. Like Fish that. and chips is fantastic. Fish I think. Chips. I'll, I'll. Yeah, I'll agree with. I do like the smell. I wouldn't say it's the best smell, but I do like the smell of that freshly. Um, when it's a bit warm and it rains. Yeah, that's on the top. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that kind of smell. Nobody yeah. knows what that smell is. They're just no, like, it just happens, no, just, right? Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's a good smell. Uh, yeah, petrol we've covered. I mean, any any of his derivatives as well is always a good smell. Um, <laughs> Smoking, not a good smell. That's a bad smell. Um, Sambuca is not a good smell. Sambuca is licorice. It's fucking gross. Yeah, any of uh, that stuff. I had obviously everybody was very sad that Cafe Patron left whilst we're on Zambuca. Um, but I had some replica ish Cafe Patron uh last week. Quite nice. Just just in case people were sad. Obviously, they were sad that uh Cafe Patron had gone. Dan was devastated. He messaged me that yeah, that's the, he was, is that the, you don't is that the coffee tequila. You don't even know what, yeah, it is. I was about to say, I was like, does Dan even know what it is? <laughs> you worry, uh, I do. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I, I like on the related stories of the BBC thing is town's cheese vomit smell identified, but it probably vomit. Um, <laughs> public toilets smell nice to me now. <laughs> oh, really? Um, Come yeah. on. <laughs> Very interesting. But yeah, top. I think those top tier smells, definitely petrol, because you're always like, oh, yeah, mum, can you leave the window slightly ajar so I can just yeah. smell whilst you're doing this, please? I would go fish and chips. I think that's a great smell. Not freshly cut grass. What was your last one? Freshly, freshly baked bed. Yeah. If you're yeah. any bakery, I feel like that's got fresh stuff happening, you're always going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to be here for a little bit because that's quite nice. So I've got Gales next to me, which is fantastic for smells in the morning, so, which is good. I think those three. Top tier yeah. smells. You can see what's going to be on my Instagram poll later. No. Yeah, I'm literally doing it right now. <laughs> Bread bacon. What do we say? And I've gone fish and chips. You can tag me in this and then I'll share it. So that's fine. Yeah, this is a week this is the best smells so are. Petrol, the... bread bacon, <laughs> fresh rain on warm tarmac. Yeah. What are the ones? Yeah. What are the good smells? Tarmac, fish and chips. <laughs> not as, not chips. as sold on that one. No, you're not. Are no. You? But I don't know. Like, it's the same kind of thing of a cooking. But I'm not going to go with like a roast dinner or something like that. No, and it's not like chocolate. That's not a good. You'd have to get really fucking close to it. So to yeah, no. I, that's the thing is, it has to be something usually like 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 unlinked to taste because it is something that you have to be. What must I say? Do you know, yeah, like you said about chocolate, it's like chocolate doesn't smell good. It tastes great. It doesn't smell good. Same with yeah. crisps and stuff. They don't smell good. Um, 
Yeah. Is like fresh linen, like your like that kind of smell. Yeah. Is that up there? Like putting your bed covers on. You're like, yeah, that's good. But again, it's not as good as the other ones. That's why I'm like, oh, it's nowhere near there. Trying to look around my flat right now. I'm like, I don't think there's anything that's gonna come close. Um right, it's up now. We'll see what sort of responses we get. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll, I think we'll, we'll, anything else, mate. we'll, definitely we'll not call it there. there. We'll, definitely not body. <laughs> it's not body. And uh, oh, I guarantee all of our heart rates would go down on the basis of our smells compared to or would they excite you? I don't know. Therefore they get alertness. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's better. Um so yeah. Next scientist decides to do poo research. I'm assuming that's the next one. So they'll just like put someone in a public toilet and be like, is it good? Is your anxiety going down? No, I'm in a public toilet. Don't want to be here. All right, Daniel. Any other business? Not for me. Uh, we are good. We are good, mate. We're just putting the final final touches together for the next Tom Hall Damig major. Which is going to be in uh, what four weeks? Yeah, time? I know. We, time? Are we hiring? What's Sook doing? He's not doing much. He can be cameraman. Uh, yeah, we'll get him. He'll, he'll do something. Why don't you play Trump actually one of the days? That'd be a good one. Oh, uh, I got my wireless goes. Me and Dan will have them on our hats like that. Yeah, maybe we, we should like, do our vlog. Should, yeah, do a little vlog. vlog. Uh, what's Joe doing? We can bring him up. Uh, yeah, yeah, get <laughs> he'll be, he'll be traveling somewhere in the world, so just get him over. Correct, yeah. Uh, oh, I've got bad Wi Fi. It's all right, Joe. Thanks, mate. It's not that you need it for work, is it? Uh, yeah, content. Maybe next time, just so <laughs> where there is good Wi Fi. <laughs> um, yeah, good anyway. Um, any other business for me? Um, combine training is all year round now, so you can fucking jump on at any time if you're bored of your own programming you're just not allowed to post what workout you're doing on instagram yeah that's the only thing just don't post exactly my workouts because i couldn't give a shit um and i don't own any of them they're just things that i'm going to put up and probably you've seen that order at some point in your life anyway um so yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh dear daniel i'm just going to make run i'm just going to run directly that program so it's fine Um, easy as that isn't it work done for you yeah, it's all good. All good. I didn't need to do anything else. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you can click through my link tree if you decide to go that. You don't even have to interact with me or just pops on there by itself. So Even cool. better. Even better, right? Unfortunately, there is videos of me uh, explaining stuff. Sure. I know. You can delete them. You don't have to play them. They're not an autoplay. So unlike some uh, some apps we know. So yeah. all good. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, we will catch you. See you later.